Alrighty, boys, welcome. Thanks, mate. Big fan of the show. Oh, stop it. (laughs) Just asked me what the fuck it was called. So, great start. (laughs) Good to know you're long-time listeners. Um, First of all... Hello. There we go. Banksy's Banksy's coming to say hello. Hello. Um, Look up. Why are you here? Yeah. Well, speaking chair, I guess, represents the three of us. So, uh, speaking now is Mason, then we've got... Ben and then Nathan beside me. Beautiful. How did you, how did, how did all this get started? Was it hanging out and chatting about, you know, what the world needed or was it, you know, did it kind of just start in MC and go from there? How did it all get started? Yeah, there's probably like a bit of a long story and a short story. The long story is that. Give us a medium version. We've got time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the three of us went up to Darwin uh, a couple of years ago now hmm. um, and we all played footy up there during that COVID time and. Um, we were already mates, like we were studying and working together at that time, but sort of going up and experiencing that together, sort of, you'd say, like brought our friendship together closer. Um, and then during that time, <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> during that time, a few things sort of happened um, across that period of time that sort of maybe, yeah, formed our stories and formed Speak and Share. So um, on the probably on the second day of quarantine, so we had to do quarantine in Darwin, my parents yep. split up, um, which led to some pretty hard times for myself. Um, and then Mace and Ben unfortunately lost one of their close mates to suicide um, maybe a couple couple months later, sort of towards the end of our trip, um, which was a really hard time. And then, yeah, it was just one day. We, we were actually working as integration aides at a school locally and it was during COVID and we said, like, you know, everyone's sort of struggling at the moment, so what sort of what can we really do to try to bring people together and... Yeah, we didn't really know, but it sort of just led to an Instagram post, which led to a video, um, and now we're here, really. So Yeah, it's come along really quickly. I remember we just put up our first Instagram post. It was just our logo, which is just speaking chair, just that one there, the old logo. Um, didn't really know what reception it would get, and it got really good reception, and then we put a video up talking about our own stories and what we've been through sort of thing, and then that gained more traction. Then I think we just sat back and said, like, we've got a really good opportunity to, to capitalise on this and, and help others through lockdown. Um, and it's really just grown from there pretty much. Yeah, I think like, the big one for us is being three school teachers now as well. So we were seeing the effects of what lockdown and COVID, I guess, had on these school students. So yep. we thought we've got an opportunity to create change and this might be it. That's awesome. What was the like initial, was there hesitation around putting that initial post up and sharing your stories and the vulnerability that came with that? Yeah, 100%. Like, I remember we were packing our DAX order. Yeah. <laughs> we, we filmed that video in Ben's garage and... Um, it was super raw, like, it was probably the first time we'd actually seen each other like that open and honest. Yeah. Um, and it was really hard to put it, like, post it, because you just don't know, what, like, what reception you're going to get or how you're going to be judged, but, you know, we were there for each other and we said, like, let's just do it, and, yeah, I'm so glad we did, because if we didn't do that, like, we wouldn't be here today, and, um, it's sort of like being young males, we said, like, we've got a story to share, so let's share it, and hopefully that'll pave the way for others to follow, so, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. What was the initial, like, first 24, 48 hours like after you'd done that? It's yeah, pretty surreal. It um, obviously, we all were within, um, within footy clubs, so we see, like, the masculinity that is in footy clubs and blokes don't want to talk about their issues. Um, and I had a lot of my close mates reach out and say, like, thank you for doing that. Thank you for sharing that video. Um, and as I said before, got a lot more traction than we initially expected it would. So um, that's when we sat back and said, yeah, let's keep going with this and, and see where it takes us. And I think like the start of anything new, like you don't know how, what it's going to look. Like we've always said, we're happy to be guided by our community and how it looks. So yeah, we thought we'd make ourselves vulnerable, put it out there and then sort of the journey that follows, we'll see where it takes us and see what the community's after. 
That's awesome. What was the what was what was the response like? Obviously, people reaching out saying thank you for doing this. Was there was there like a push in a certain direction from everyone, or was it kind of just like, guys, we need to keep doing more of this? Yeah, like when we first put that post up of just our logo, like we didn't even know like you know what it was going to be. We knew we wanted to make like a couple like videos. Like we looked at Inspired Unemployed, and we're like, these guys are doing such a cool thing. Like yeah. maybe we could do something, but like put a spin on with um, a mental health spin on it. Um, so we started there and, yeah, we made that first video. If you go back and watch that now, it's, like, so, <laughs> so embarrassing. A little cringy. <laughs> sure. The message is still, like, on point, but, yeah. the, like, the acting and the filming is just, like, Stiff as. horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's all part of the journey. Like, yeah. it's, so, it's so cool to, like, go back and have a look. It's just funny. How, yeah. how long down the road are we now from that first video? About 15 months. 15 months. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gone quick. Do you guys, like, Obviously, you've still got a lot of work to do and still a lot of good, good stuff you want to do, but do you take moments to be like, fuck, we've built a pretty cool thing? Yeah, we always say it a lot, we don't enough. Like, it's it's always a hard one to measure. Like, it's not, yeah, sales or things like that is not how we're measuring our impact. Like, it's always, we receive a message every now and then and it's, yeah. oh, thank you so much for coming out or, yeah, the words that they use in that is what really means something to us. So, yeah. I think just reading the impact you have on people and the way we can bring community together, that's when we sit back and think, wow, like, this is something. But definitely not enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, like, measure our influence also. Like, we can sort of judge it sometimes by how well a video might do or um, how an event might go, and that's sort of when we might say, like, oh, shit, that was wicked. But um, I guess the most special things are when you get someone, like, directly messaging you guys saying, like, thank you, this helps me with checking in on a mate and then we like, we'll screenshot sh- screenshot that and send it into the group yep. and we'll be like, fuck, like we're doing a good job thing like here, like let's keep going sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, from the outside in, like you guys are making a difference and it's huge and yeah. it's awesome and That's we need right. more of this. What was the, once you'd kind of done that post and you kind of went, all right, we're going to do something here, did you just sit down and, and start to hash out what you thought it could be or what you wanted it to be and start planning or did it kind of just grow from strength to strength as it, as it went we had some idea when we started it we wanted to aim at men's mental health um but then a lot of our interactions and followings were from females um so then we just came to a stage where like everyone's got mental health everyone suffers or knows someone that's suffering yeah everyone has mental health so let's go both ways um and then we sort of went from there and i think as well like when we say mental health like immediately we think of like mental ill health and we're like if we can challenge the stigma around that that it's normal to, if someone's going well, like pump them up, let them know they're going well, compared yep. to be there for them then, compared to when they're maybe having a time of a bit of a dip and be there for them as well. So, yeah, you don't yeah. want to wait till you know you're at the bottom of the bottom of the hole before you start sharing and, and asking for help and, and things like that. Absolutely, it's very had, much a, yeah. Who came up with the name? Uh, well, we tossed and turned with the name for quite a while. Yeah, mm. um, there was like a, a longer version and then. I don't know, we just sort of just went like speak and share one day. We just took a few letters out and it just, yeah, it stuck. Sort of just clicked. Yeah. Mm. It was way too long to start off with, wasn't it? Oh, I was like, <laughs> speak up and share it and then we'll abbreviating it all and yeah, yeah just simplified it and bang. Simple's good. Yeah. Simple's yeah. good. Nailed, nailed the name and, and nailed the logo. So I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you know, you know, right? Like, yeah. You know, people, People like ask us well, how we got, how we thought of the name and how we thought of the logo and stuff and it's just where'd Verdas come from? Uh, it's Latin for excellence. Yeah, like it. Yeah, so excellence I was like, coach. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so it was like, what do you want? 
like we were like, what do we want to um, embody? What do we want the business to stand for? And like that was what we came, came, kept coming back to. But excellence performance sounds a bit shit. So <laughs> yeah, we uh, we went back to Latin yeah, <laughs> to see how we go. <laughs> okay. um, if if someone was asking for the first time and had no idea what you guys do, how would you how would you uh, I guess explain the the core message of Speak Chair? Yeah, so we're trying to bring as much awareness, positive awareness to mental health as possible. Um, we talk about it a lot recently, but we're trying to change the culture and the thinking towards mental health. And um, what we're big on is building a community. So we just want to bring people together, um, create a community for people to reach out to and feel a part of and feel comfortable within, yep. to feel comfortable to go speak to. So And just normalise the conversation surrounding mental health. It shouldn't be this big, scary thing that we don't want to talk about. Like You should just be able to put up your hand and say, you know what, I'm not feeling that well, or I'm feeling great today. You should just be able to talk about it and feel comfortable in talking about it. Probably like... Yeah, but I was just going to go back to your point. Like, you brought up the like having positive mental health. Like, it's a good thing to celebrate. Like, the, that's what we want to do. Like, it's awesome yep. when your mental health is going well. So we should, you know, look after it and keep it going. Yeah, and that's why we aim to be a preventative approach. Like, if we people know these skills and these strategies they can use while they're going well, then when there is a little dip, then they already know the people they can reach out to or the services that are available in times of need. Yeah. What What are the What are the ways in which you're building community? It's been through our events most recently. Um, we've just launched our Sweat and Share Movement Club. Um, thanks for jumping on board too, sponsoring it. So really appreciate that. I sent the wife down for the first one. So yeah, yeah get, sorry, her, get, get her ticking the legs over. <laughs> she didn't yeah. come back week two. She mustn't have liked it. <laughs> no, <Nah>, we, <laughs> nah, we had an event on Friday night. Yeah, and, okay. and uh, yeah, we were not running on Saturday morning. <laughs> but what, it was two weeks in? Yeah, two yep. weeks in. Yep. Um, and that's all leading up to a, a fun run. Um, on the 4th of December. So here you got the little, little master involved. Yeah, Gary Applett. How's that? Huge. Yeah, yeah. So coming down for a trot. Huge Gary fan too. So Thanks, he settled. <laughs> um, yeah, just through these like community events or yep. these clubs that people can come from. You know, <laughs> can you hear the licking in the mic? All I hear is licking. If you're, uh, if you're not watching Banksy. and you're listening, Banksy's yeah. Yeah. just chewing Benzie yeah, off. <laughs> She's happy now. She loves it. Yeah, just on the back of Nate's point, like, so through community events, which yeah. we're big on, um, but then being three school teachers, 2023 plans to be a pretty big year for us yep. in bringing out our school program. Yeah, so, that's sick. And that's the age groups we'd, we want to target. Um, as well as that, we've already, we already do our sporting club program, which, yeah, we've been stoked with how it's been received so far. Yep. And then as well as a, like a corporate offering to bigger businesses as well, we can Massive. reconnect them post-COVID. So. How'd you go with the first, like, school or, or um, footy, club. footy club presentation. I remember our first one, Nathan and I went to a cricket club down this way. Yeah. Um, we rocked up, all fresh as, like didn't really know what we were doing and there was like 40 to 50 year olds covered in tattoos yeah. and we got up the front and we're like, oh shit, what are we in for? Um, and then we shared our stories and presented and they like the interaction was awesome and then we went from there like this is going to be really special. Yeah. Um, but I remember standing up the first time we sort of looked at each other like, oh my God, what are we doing? <laughs> and we're like sitting in the car driving and we're like, fuck man, no one's going to listen to us. Like, yeah. And we're, yeah, we're pretty nervous but... You know, we've done quite a few now. Um, yeah. We've been out to Kite and Footy Club. You know, that's probably our furthest one, which is awesome. So it's massive. Um, yeah, it's ticking along. Like twenty twenty three is going to be huge for us. And yeah, yeah, very much a building year this year to launch yeah. into it. Awesome. What was the? You just got uh, charity status. Mm. Huge. Yep. Yep. Talk us through that process. Mate, it's massive. Yeah, <laughs> we've we've got so we've got an advisory board that yep. they have been amazing for us in that sort of assistance on the back end. Um, 
So yeah, it was quite a journey that we went on. Banks, he's loving this. What <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a fair journey. I'd say six months. It probably took us all up to to get that charity and DGR status. Yeah. But really crucial for an organisation like ours to yeah. have that that status. Um, yeah, just the way that we operate, it's it's pretty special to have. So yeah, it was a long journey, but we've made it. It's no. pretty hard setting up a business, isn't it, Locke? Yeah, it's just throwing shit at a wall for years. You guys, you guys have uh, done a lot more in your first first fifteen months than we did. But <laughs> we couldn't believe hard. it. Like, oh, we'll just start this business. It can't be that hard. And then we yeah learn out what business looks like and what you actually have to do. There's a lot yeah. of, lot of work involved. I think, but I think it's almost like the best way to do it. Like, I think the and not to say there's there's a wrong way to do it, but the guys that go and do an MBA and go learn all the theory behind it and then then try and start it, you almost miss the like the essence of what you're actually trying to do and what you're yeah. trying to build. And like you guys coming and we came up from like, we love training, we love coaching, we love seeing people get from where they are to where they want to be. And you guys are doing the same thing mm. just from a, a want and a need and, and the necessity of, of sharing your message. Yeah. And I think that that's almost, yeah, I, I look at it as it, it's better and it's long-term approach when things get hard and you can just lean back on those values and lean back on that why. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's been incredible to learn all about like this side of the, the business and becoming a charity and stuff. But yeah. don't get me wrong, we've been guided by like some extremely intelligent people and some yeah. extremely hardworking people. So we wouldn't be in this position without them. Like we're, we say it all the time, but we're like forever grateful for the three team members that we've got at the moment, and that team will continue to build. So, yeah. yeah. What have been the biggest? And this is a this is a big ambiguous question. But what what have been the biggest few learnings for each of you over the last fifteen months? going through this journey yeah it is a tough question um for me probably the power of vulnerability like when we first put up that video or like when i get up and present my story to people i always always have like one or two people that come up and say like i know what you've been through um and i read like hugh van salt with the resilience projects book and he speaks all about vulnerability um until i actually got up and presented and put my own story online didn't realize how powerful it is yeah. Um, and how contagious it can be if someone puts up their hand and it is vulnerable. Usually most people follow, so that's one for me. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably say how open people are to discussing their mental health. Yeah, We have a lot of people that like thank us for providing the space or the opportunity yeah. to sit down and discuss with people how they're actually going, and I think that's what a lot of people may find quite difficult is how do you bring up how you're actually going or if something's not going to plan, how do yeah. you discuss it with mates? So... I think, yeah, being a preventative approach, if we can upskill people to, to know that, reach out to people when you need and how you do that and how your mates can check in on you, um, that's probably the biggest thing I've learned. People yeah, are open so to it. Yeah, I'm the same as these boys, but I've probably also learned like, how powerful community can be. Um, yeah. And even Mace and I were just up in the Tiwi Islands and we're Huge. with the Tiwi people. And, you know, when you're in that environment, you actually see like how powerful and how much the community means to these people and for us that's what we're trying to create and that's we just want to bring as many people together so um when we hold these spaces or these events um we really do see like our community coming together and flourishing and you know we've got kids like we'll talk about this kid um where we did that video the other day for the sweat and share movement club like the promo video and we had a kid jump on the bus and travel 55 minutes to come just jump in a video for like half an hour and then he got the bus back home like for us, that like means the world to us. Like that's so cool. He was there on Saturday as well. Saturday morning took him ninety minutes, and we started at seven. So he's up at like five. <laughs> I'm like, you're a machine. <laughs> yeah, this is like a that's 16, 17 year old kid like coming in, really investing in like yeah. this message, and yeah, that's that's why we do it. Yeah. yeah, it must be a nice feeling to know that 
almost your your message is in good hands. Like, not that you guys are going anywhere, but you know, hypothetically, if you stop doing it tomorrow, it's like you know that it will keep growing and keep spreading. Yeah, yeah. and that's that comes back to changing the culture. Like, you know, one day we're going to be like old and wise <laughs> one day, but you know, then it's for the next crop of kids to come through and run the speak and share message and promote it, and that's yeah. how this community is going to continue to build. And that's exactly what we've realised. Like. It takes a community to create change. Like the three of us are trying to lead the way in what Speak and Share is, but it's so much guided by like how much our community is invested in it, how much they, they come in and join in our community events or in our programs. It takes yeah a lot of people to create change. Yeah, that's awesome. What about the, the business lessons? What have been the, <laughs> the, oh, the one oh, or two lessons from a business perspective? Cause I always find it fascinating now being like, okay, we're, we, we, we're turning, well, we t- just turned seven. Yeah. So, yeah. and it's just, it's, it's just weird to say that we've been around for seven years because yeah. um, you know, I had no right in starting a business and, <laughs> and kind of been through a lot of ups and downs. So what, what have been the business lessons for the last 15 months? Mine's probably just like organisational skills <laughs> and how important that is. The most embarrassing that I think we've personally done is before we sold our hoodies, we um, put up on Instagram saying we've got stickers and there was about 200 people that bought a sticker all over the peninsula. So instead of posting them, we've oh. just decided to drive <laughs> to everyone's house to drop off the stickers. So we're in my car for about, I'm going to say four or five hours, yeah. like half a tank of petrol. Um, just little things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Might hey, be. I've been there. I've been yeah. There, just dropping <laughs> shit, dropping yeah. shit at people's houses. <laughs> spot on. I think maybe the tracking side of things. So, like from a financial point yeah. of view or the legal documents you need to keep. But even now, when we book a program, we need to send out like a proposal document, those sort of things. So, yeah, yeah maybe I'd say the legal side of things. And the process you've yeah. got to go through. Yep. Spot on. Yeah, probably like organization, like. Getting a calendar, Ben, you were handing me this morning. Getting a calendar. Yeah. Ben was handing me again like this morning saying like, mate, you need to get a calendar in your phone. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just, I do. I just never put anything in it. Google but, Calendar, um, game changer. But here's Google a trick. Calendar. Here's yeah, a trick. Just, we need to get it. Here's a trick. One of you, like whoever's the most organised, you just need to nudge them to send you an invite. See, Mace has been banging on about this for six months, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> a game it. changer. Like <laughs> so I, I suck at putting stuff in, right? So I just set my recurring stuff. And I, you know, say Tyler's saying, hey, do you want to meet on Wednesday and talk about, you know, X, Y, Z? I said, yep, send me an invite. Yeah. And you just just repeat that to everyone that knows you. And yeah. next thing you know, it's full. And it's got all your shit in there. there and you, you don't have to do it. That is music to my ears, mate. <laughs> music Seriously, to my do it. Yeah. Game changer. And, I I'm just, and, you know, I am probably really similar to you boys, like, f- you know, idiot footballer sometimes. And you're just like, I don't have any organisational skills. I don't have any process or system in me, but... Once you realise that that's the shit that is the framework to your business, you'll be fine. That's crucial. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> probably learnt like how valuable time is too. Like yeah. now we're all working in probably different parts of the or running different parts of the uh, business. So yeah. Um, so yeah. you're all teaching as well. Yeah, mm. we're juggling our teaching at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, so I speak and share three days a week, and then two days a week Nathan and I see our teaching, and then yeah. Mace's um, teaching three days a week. So still a bit going on. Yeah. Awesome. How do you balance the the charity side and the doing good and the making a difference versus the needing to, you know, put clothes on your back and roof over your head and feed yourselves. Yeah, like, it's definitely been hard this year. Like, we won't lie. Like, as I said, like, you got to start somewhere with a business. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's been a grind. But, you know, it's all part of the story. Like, we're starting to get to a position where we'll be able to work for Speak and Share, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, that's what next year, hopefully, with running these school programs, we'll be invested like more in the business. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, like we want to be doing this full time sort of thing. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you guys reckon? 
yeah, incredibly challenging, I'd say, just the juggle. Like, yeah. as you said, you got to look after your own self and what your own bank account looks like. Yeah. But at the same time, I think we were so driven to make Speak and Share something and to keep on driving it to just continually build. Yeah. So, yeah, there's little sacrifices you've got to take along the way with that too. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you want to build a thing that's sustainable, that you can have long-term, that can you know, look after you but then your community. And I think if you lean into either one of the two things, you lean into the finances and you're like, we just need to make cash. Yeah. Like, people see through that and it ends up being disingenuous why you're doing it. Whereas yeah. if you lean into the, you know, we're just going to you know do good because it's the right thing to do, you end up burnt out and over it and hating it because it, doesn't you know, allow you to live the life you want to live. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. The balance of sustainability with it. Yeah. yeah. And I guess you'll probably go through ebbs and flows of, <laughs> of going, fuck, boys, we need to make some cash. Yeah. yeah. Sell some more hoodies. 100%. Or, um, That's why we're lucky we got our teaching degree because we can yeah. still work one or two days a week if we need to. Yeah. So it has been stressful, but it's working all right. So. Yeah, awesome. How many hoodies have you sold, by the way? Do you have a, do you have a number? Oh, because I'm seeing them everywhere and it's fucking ripper. <laughs> probably be maybe a thousand total. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's been, yeah, it's also been a bit of a juggle this year. Like, next year is going to be a big year for our hoodie sales. Oh, um, like we with our hoodies, we're really trying to create a community in that space as yeah. well. Um, so you know, if you see someone down the street or at the footy club wearing a hoodie, like we want that to be like a conversation starter. Yeah, that's what I was going to say as well. Like we've set a fair bit of community so far, but we love with our merchandise that if somebody's wearing the same thing as you or you notice the same brand. The, at least it's going to be a smile or hello, and yeah. we think that that's pretty powerful in the connections that can make. So, oh, you, you run into, uh, and this is the thing is like you run into someone, even if you're not wearing it, you run into someone else wearing it. You can just, you know, yeah. say hi, yeah, ask them, ask them how they're connected, and it just it builds relationship. Spot on, and yeah. that's ultimately what community is all about. And it, you know, it gives gives them another connection and someone else to talk to. Like, you know, they might might be having a shit day, and just someone reaching out saying. Love your hoodie, you know. Yeah. What's your yeah. name? Perfect. Yeah. Exactly what you want. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That was the um so one of our team members, Beck, she's um she was wearing her hoodie and she was doing a like a lap of the park one day and this old guy came up and he was obviously just going for a stroll and just like stopped and asked her like what speaking chair was about. Yeah. And then they just got chatting over like what speaking chair is yep. and like to hear that stuff that's it's pretty like, special. Yeah, it's pretty cool, eh? Like, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's it's nice because it's something that I guess the you know, the world and you know, our world definitely needs is just more community, more connection. I kind of feel, you know, because this place is something that we try and community, I guess, is the number one thing, right? We're a, we're a people business masquerading as a, as a gym. Yeah. Um, and, you know, over the last... <laughs> Someone to you. Over the last, like, yeah, seven years, it's all been around, like, how do we contribute to the community and connect people in ways that they weren't connected? And I think brands like yours, brands like ours, Common Folk, Snake Hole, every, you know, they just foster this connection that maybe we've lost over the last 10, 15 years with, you know, social media and all that kind of stuff. Um, actually, that's something I want to talk about. Social media and obviously it, it's such a powerful tool f- to promote your message, but it also, you know, can detract from mental health and from well-being. How do you guys navigate that and, and what are your, I guess, what are your thoughts on, on how it is presented to kids especially as teachers? Mm. got its pros and cons like obviously during lockdown when we started speaking share we weren't presenting so we couldn't reach anyone um, physically so it was all online yeah um, but being a school teacher obviously see the negative connotations that are associated with social media and ICT use um, so it's a constant debate that we have in schools as teachers like should you allow them screen time should you not yeah um, especially now kids don't really handwrite so they're always on their computers they're always doing um, 
their work on their Word doc and then they've got a game on the side or their Instagram or whatever. So it's yeah, it's an interesting debate, the old social media and ICT. Yeah, I think it's very much the world we live in now that like social yeah. media is huge. So if we can play our part and like you do with the gym, you play your part in creating a positive spin to social media and putting the good content out there for people to see, yeah. then that's, that's a powerful side of it. Yeah, it's interesting because you want to be able to connect when you can, but you also you know, want to create space where you look around and no one's on their phone. Everyone's just actively enjoying what they're doing. But it is such a, yeah, it's it's such a um, such a contrast, and it's fascinating because everyone's got their own, <laughs> their own opinion, their own spin on it. Exactly yeah. right. Um, I don't think we've ever looked at it like as a negative ourselves. Like we're like, this is this is a real like huge opportunity for us to put our message out there and reach as many people as possible so we've always used it to our advantage and we've always been like really like keen to jump into other platforms to promote the message and you yeah. know when you see a kid in class like watching one of your videos you're like oh well you know they might not be doing work but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're, like, they're listening to our video and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We because we, we have a training app that we use in here that everyone logs their program and you walk past you're like that fucking better be on train heroic yeah. <laughs> like, as if you walk around your classroom like that better be a speak share video, yeah. Yeah. Be like that video. <laughs> <laughs> double tap share <laughs> <laughs> just yeah just create a rule in your classrooms that if they're watching it they have to be sharing it yeah, yeah, get it out there that's one bad one actually yeah. the one way Ben and I actually get kids to do work is we give them stickers yeah so like, <laughs> if you get your if you get your work done we'll give you a sticker and I mean it's a good guru a marketing tool you just like give all the kids stickers and say hey go put it on something well <laughs> one of the schools that we work at we've just about got a sticker on every laptop yeah, good. it's so pretty much speak and share college yeah that's what you want uh, there you go the truth comes out about where our stickers are going now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's perfect because you know I guess it just spreads the message yeah. saves what? us from getting in the car for six hours and dropping them off <laughs> oh, yeah that's it what's the uh, what's the plan for the school programs next year yeah, so we're going to hit them pretty hard. Um, it's going to be three of us next year, and then we're hoping we get to a stage where we've got facilitators that um, present the program as well. So we'll hit the morning Peninsula pretty hard, obviously all born and bred from down here, yep. and then grow from there and, and see where that takes us. Yeah, what, what, what will the program encompass? Like what, will you, what will you do? Obviously share your stories. Yeah, so we're big on sharing our stories and just we'll run a few activities what will have like a mental health message behind it um, and then the main activity is getting kids to share a bit of their own stories with their peers and getting a little bit closer and just sort of creating that connection. Um, yeah, we're big on hitting our own backyard first. Like Ben said, yeah. we'll target the peninsula pretty hard first. Yeah. Hello, Banksy. <laughs> and, um, but I, I think it's cool that a lot of the peninsula do already know about Speak and Share as well. So yeah. if we're coming into and running a school program, the leave behind can be that you're already connected to a speak and share community. So through the merchandise that might follow with that or, <laughs> Hello. or other, yeah, other areas, but leaving behind a community. With Usually she, she pops in for a 30 second hello and then fucks off. She's loving it. She needs her own <laughs> cam. Like Banksy, I know. Cam. <laughs> Banksy cam. She needs a headset. <laughs> yeah, if someone wants to edit this and just follow Banksy around for the hour. That'd be great. Um, I did not hear the last 30 seconds of what you said. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking eyeballing Banksy and telling her to get off the couch. Was I speaking, was I? Yeah, you were. <laughs> no, I just said in the, in the background of we want to target our own backyard. Yeah, of with course. Speaking yeah. share, so what's that? Don't move that. Yeah, fucking stop playing with your thing. Oh, sorry, man. I'm getting a bit fidgety. Tell and me you're pro at this. Stop being Oh, no, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. What's, like, I guess, obviously you want to continue, like, you want to nail down the, back, the backyard and, and, and be... Um, kind of the go-to you know, mental health resource on the peninsula. What's the plan over the next you know, 
five, ten years? Have you thought that far ahead? Do you have like growth projections and things you want to do? Yeah, we yeah. definitely do. Yeah. Next like, two to three will be Victoria, yeah. and then after that, interstate. Um, but obviously, we don't want to be the only mental health. Like you've got outside the locker room that works within footy clubs. But if yep. we can all come together um, and each put our ten cents in, then it'll go a long way in changing the culture. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. Yeah. I was just going to touch on that. Like we're not the only one. We don't want to be the only one. Like we're all working towards promoting the same message. So um, if someone can deliver it better than us or can, jeez, going crazy. If anyone yeah, can promote that message in a different way that might resonate with someone, then absolutely we want to support that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're big on our, our, our own message and how we're delivering it, obviously trying to destigmatizing it and add a bit of humor and just try and make it a little bit normal. So um, that's our way about it, going it. And yeah, we're going to, Tackle Australia, hopefully, and hopefully grow it Huge. even more. So, yeah. In a bus. No, Keith, that's a secret. <laughs> We're not giving that out yet. I want to hear about that. No. You get the bus? <laughs> the speak share bus. The speak share bus. Can you get like, speak you get like a, um, a stuffed giraffe that talks? Oh, Harold. Harold. Bring Harold. Get Bring Harold that. back on the speak share bus. That'd be huge. Get Banksy. Get Banksy. Is that still a thing, Harold? I don't think I it is. I actually have no idea. My word it is, yeah. It came to our school. Is really? it actually? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Does yeah. Harold still talk about sex ed and... Uh, yeah, Harold's not in a bus anymore, though. No. Harold's in a little tent that comes into the classroom. Oh. So oh. On a budget. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think he's on a budget. I think it was the a little bit weird. Kids coming into the old Harold bus. Yeah, he's... Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, so we can't talk about speak share bus. No, nah, that's a that's a big picture. Unless you've got a bus that you'd like to donate to speak and share. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we can find a bus. If anyone anyone watching's got a bus, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. good cause. Yeah. It's a good cause. Um, talk to me about like you guys as individuals, because obviously there's you know speak share and, and you're you're putting all your time and energy into that. But how do you guys balance you know your own lives outside of speak share and how are you, how are you kind of separating yourself so you're not seen as just the three speak share boys and you're seen as individuals within itself yeah it's probably been a bit of a balancing act too like <laughs> like snoring to the mic <laughs> <I'm> not <laughs> there's an absolute wind coming from <laughs> yours Benny it's a dog man it's put me off <laughs> oh he's gone he's See gone he's off yeah you go Nath yeah it's yeah. been it's definitely been a balancing act like yeah we're so invested in like this message and what we're trying to do that sometimes it's hard to like pull back and realize that you've got to live like your own life as well yep. and you got to look after yourself so um for me it's been like you know playing footy locally um surfing hanging out with mates um we've been lucky enough to do a bit of travel this year um yeah so that's yeah it's probably the main one it's just like i feel like we're so invested in this thing that like yep. sometimes you get caught up in like you know, pulling back and yep. looking after yourself. But what about mm. you? Yeah, well, we've actually set up at my place at home. So the office is at my place at the kitchen table. So I've struggled to switch off. I've yep. um, always got like a hoodie or that in my in my bedroom that I've got to pack or put to the post office or whatever. So yep. I have found it hard to switch off. Um, but going to the gym, running, um, hanging out with girlfriend and friends is my way of sort of getting away from it. So yep. uh, Yeah, I'd say as well, mine's like the release of it. Like, what does speak and share look like 24-7? Like, if my mates know I'm there for them, then, like, I'm playing my role. But I think also having the outlets, so I very much like to be involved in different areas. Like, I'm in, at the school teaching, playing footy with you boys at speak and share, just having all different avenues to, yeah, go and be the best version of yourself. Yeah, I love that. Like, because I guess it's... You've got to lean into the thing you're trying to build, right? Otherwise, it never gets off the ground, never gets going. But at the same time, you need to have that awareness and balance. Do you, uh, have you been able to kind of like give each other a nudge when things are a little bit hectic and be like, 
you know, Mace, like you got to <laughs> spend a little bit of time time at home or spend a little bit of time doing something else that's not speak share. I reckon we have. We're pretty honest with each other. Yep. Like if we're not agreeing on, with each other, we'll sort of just put it on the table and put it out there. Yeah. Um, if you don't, it sort of will fracture your business relationship and obviously we're best mates as well. So that's the last thing we want is yep. to fracture our own relationship. So I think we're doing a pretty good job at it. Yeah, I think the whole thing we're promoting is like being honest and open. Yep. So we have to do that with one another as well. So <laughs> Is it hard to take your own advice sometimes? Mate, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And we're all like so passionate and driven. Yeah. So like it's, it's a good thing and it's healthy for a business. So Any uh, speak, share, verbal punch-ons of you guys <laughs> arguing about what you're doing or where you're going or, or how Had a few. Oh, not really verbals. No physical yet. No physical yet? Yeah. We'll get there. Try and not condone okay. domestic <laughs> violence, but <laughs> we'll probably get to a stage where we might yeah, get in a little scuffle. Yeah. Am I, what's, it, what's it like being... Especially, <laughs> who, who would win? <laughs> nah, I'll back myself in. Ben? Back, nah. ben? <laughs> yeah, I'll back myself in. Ben, if anyone knows Ben, you can't fight for shit. <laughs> Big teddy bear. <laughs> Which nah, we love. Like, it's, you know, we started it as, like, best mates yeah. and, like, it's only brought us closer. So That's good. We are very honest and, like, we probably do sometimes spend a bit too much time together and yeah. um, we know we know that, but, like, we love it. So, yeah, it's all sweet. Yeah. For now. For now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah for now. Yeah. It mu- like, it must be challenging being best mates and business partners at the same time. Yeah, it I think it has, like... With anything, it has its pros and cons. Like, because we are best mates, like, we are so open with each other. We yeah. love what we do because we're all in the same line of work and that. Yeah. So, there's so many pros that come to that. But, yeah, I guess the cons is you spend too much time with anybody and you're going to get a little bit sick of them. So, yeah, yeah, we're finding the balance with that but as well. But it must help. That's how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> but it must help that the message is so, you know, so um, clear and so wholesome. <laughs> she got back in at home. <laughs> I think she missed you. <laughs> oh, this is her podcast. We're just living in it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you're jumping off, or are you saying there? There we go. Jesus Christ, Banksy. Um, so tell us about tell us about the um, the sweat sweat share and the the fun run that you got coming up. Because um, so this will go out in a couple of days next or on Monday, um, and obviously we want to get a a good contingent of our community there. What is it? Why? What's the plan? Yeah, so we started the movement club last Saturday. Um, that's going to run every week till the 4th of December. And then we'll have our fun run down in Safety Beach. And then we'll continue that, the uh, movement club, till Chrissy and then Jan in Feb next year. Yep. We just felt like the peninsula was crying out for a club that was active and got people together. Um, you've got your park run in Hastings, which does a great job, but there's nothing really on this side, Mornington Mount Marthway, that does it. Yeah. Um, and with our Instagram following, we just thought, let's just put it out there, see how it goes. Yeah. Um, we had 50 people there last week and had about 55 there on the previous Saturday. So um, just a place where people can come down, get active, walk, run or jog. You don't have to be an elite athlete, but it's just more about getting people together and, and meeting new people sort of thing. Yeah. So it's working really well, and then we'll work towards the fun run and hopefully get a few people down there, which would be a big fundraising event for us and hopefully yeah. put us in good stead for next year and then yeah we'll go from there yeah awesome and i guess how the fun run sort of came about was these two kids uh, two boys alice and emilio they're local um 16 year olds both go to school and stuff locally so they sort of came to us and said you know um last year we raised five grand for a charity by running a half marathon this year we want to take it up a notch and do it for speaking share and again coming back to like our message hitting with our audience like that's a perfect example of two kids coming to us and yeah um yeah like with the support of their parents their fathers they both got um real estate businesses locally they've come together as well to really help help build this event um and yeah it's turning into quite a big big event which is exciting but yeah yeah, we really wanted to make these boys the face of it and that's what we did we promoted their 
they're uh, probably their inspiration on Instagram and um, it's just cool to see two young guys um, yeah invested in our message and hopefully they're like the next crop of kids to come through and really take speak mm. and share forward and I love like our community events like how it brings like the people from all different ages together and this is a real simple idea for us to have continuous community events where people can come together every week check in on each other go for a run yep. but then stay around after and have a little bit of chat or go for a coffee and yep. you create connections that way yeah awesome do you well you guys have been away you two have been away playing footy slacking yeah, yeah. be better <laughs> um, do you start getting a little bit a little bit more of a share each uh like a percentage each each time these boys are away for some important event <laughs> i love taking yeah call all the shots which is good yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it must be nice to be able to you know see 50 people you know Moynton park hanging out it's unreal we've coffee. had um a group of three or four that have come from the city way so they've driven 55 minutes yeah. um we had a few people from lang warren and narry warren and out that way that have come as well so yeah. it's really special it's a place where they can come down feel supported um and get active at the same time kp, KP got home from the first one i was like did you make a friend she's like yeah i did but she's from an hour away so i'll probably <laughs> never see her again. yeah i couldn't believe it we had this one guy that was from nearly past the city out coburg way huge and he's like we just followed you on instagram during covid like yeah. just want to come down and support you and he came again on the weekend it's just yeah it's surreal Really cool. Yeah, that's so cool. cool. That like reminds me of our first event where we had that um, guy from New Zealand. He just moved to New Zealand like two, three weeks ago, and he just yeah. like, rocked up at event. Just at flew event. over. New, no, like he'd moved. Yeah, oh, he moved he, here from he, New Zealand. Not for us. Yeah, well, We're not that big. I was yeah. gonna say, <laughs> yeah. fuck, that's huge. He knew. You got to bottle that. <laughs> Thanks, he. Chill. I'm about to hook up with your dog. Um, <laughs> wouldn't be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> he knew absolutely no one and just turned up and we're like, wow, that's bloody sick, man. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's amazing. What What have been the like in the 15 months, like obviously you'll all have a heap of memories and a heap of like moments, but tell me your, your best moment or like little story that happened has happened over the last 15 months where you've kind of gone, you know, we're doing the right thing here. Yeah, I think for me, maybe not one in particular moment, but maybe that five, 10 minutes after a community event or after running a program where we'll sit down together at the end and just be like, wow, like that was guided by these people in the room. We were just here facilitating it and yep. like look at the positive change that it's had for this sporting club or for these community members that have come down. So, yeah, for me, that, that feeling will never get old. Of Yeah, it's a real fulfilling moment, I guess, we have. Yeah. Mine would probably be after our first session um, at the cricket club because I was sort of questioning myself, like, do I really want to do this sort of thing? Do I want to get up and share my story, pretty personal story in front of people that I don't know? Um, and then receiving the feedback straight away after we presented, I've had like, which is full of endorphins. I'm like, yeah, this is like, this is me. This is what I want to do. So yeah, that was probably my experience. Yeah. Like I both agree with them, but, um, probably for me, it's the, the Rossi hood that we did. Um, so one of our close mates, Chris Ross yep. was sadly diagnosed with MND, um, about a year and a half ago now. And yeah, he's, he's been going through a bit of a hard time and we were lucky enough to dedicate, um, our hoodie to his story. Um, yeah, and Chris was really vulnerable and open, and sort of just provided, shake, uh, provided us an insight into what he's been going through and um, his journey with M and D, and like it's probably, yeah, it's a very hard thing to do um, for him, but like was forever grateful of him sharing his story, and um, yeah, I'm really proud that we could do that together and yeah, let people let people in and what he's going through because he's an incredible human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess that, <coughs> that's one of the wonderful things about what you're doing is you'll just keep make, meeting and connecting with incredible humans. Mm. Um, and, you know, that's that's why, like, it's been five years, but that's why I started the podcast because you realise talking to our community in here that everyone has a story, everyone has, 
you know, ups and downs and everyone's done wonderful things. It's just most people don't share them yeah, and 100%. don't, don't, you know, f- you know, maybe don't want to or, or don't feel comfortable just talking about what they've done. But I think um, ultimately everyone has a story to share. Mm-hmm. And once you actually get in a room and most people like, you know, maybe don't like talking about themselves initially, but when you do share your story and you realise that it's contagious and you realise that, you know, everyone around you just wants to, you know, help and connect and, and be a part of it, then the yeah. world, world's a better place. That's yeah. what I was going to touch on as well, just the, like, amazing communities and, like, businesses that are out there. Like, like they talk about your own gym, like, and how this is such a special place. Like, they're who we want to be aligned with and... It's amazing the impact that like communities can have, and so generous in the time, all the things that they donate to speak and share. Or when they come down, they, the members they bring with them. Like it's pretty, pretty cool to see that side of things as well. It's awesome. Mm. One last question for you, for each of you: What are you most excited for? Oof. Oh, like just to see where it takes us. It's sort of the known, like unknown. Don't know where it's exactly going to end up. It's exciting. Um, obviously, we know we're going to be in schools, but just like how big it can or could get yeah. um, is something that I'm really excited by. And I just like the unknown. Like I like waking up every day not knowing where it's going to take us. So where it's going to take us is I'm yeah, keen to see where. Yeah, I'm probably most excited about like how big we can grow this community and how many people we can pull into this community. Um, probably through this whole thing, I've really learned how like much I really enjoy bringing people together with these boys as well. And, yeah. um, you know, the, the, the following's growing on Instagram and Facebook and all the social platforms, but... Hopefully our events can, can, can continue to grow and people can come connect and, yeah, that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah, I'd probably say, like, I agree with both of them and I'm probably most excited about the short time we've been around, like, the amazing positive effects it had on people and the amazing stories we hear, but how much that's going to grow and how much bigger that will become and the more amazing people and biz- businesses and communities we will meet. Awesome. Actually, one last question. I lied. What are you, <laughs> well, what are you most excited about for speaking oh, share? Fuck, I'm Go just on. excited to see you. Like, I don't know. I, I look at it as just such a like. For me, I'm so super passionate about local and just about connecting with people who live local. Like, I hate that most people don't know their neighbours and don't connect. And um, and you know, businesses like I mentioned before, like Common Folk, Snake Hole, <clears throat> like you guys, they're just. All they're doing is basically opening their, opening their doors and saying, you can come here and be yourself and connect with people that want to see the world be a better place. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really easy in this day and age to look, you know, kind of zoom out and look at everything and go, well, shit's fucked, like <laughs> we're in trouble. But if you allow yourself to narrow your focus to the people that are doing good, like you guys, you go, well, you know, there's some hope yeah. and there's a, there's a lot of hope and um, and hope is... Hope, hope is seeing you guys take a plunge, have a crack at a thing, be vulnerable, share your story, and I think the the amount of people that have latched onto your message and gone, we want to be a part of this too, shows that you guys are going to be around for a long time. So I'm excited to see how it just keeps growing, um, see how we can we can contribute to it in in whatever way, shape, or form that looks like, and um, and ultimately the the message of mental health positive you know positive mental health as well as you know getting out of the the dark times um you know that message is one that everyone everyone gets it needs to be shared and it needs to be clearly articulated to people who are struggling um and i think that even if people aren't ready to share it and i think that's an important 
important part of it. They they see a community of of people that are ready to just give put their arms around you and um, yeah, you guys are yeah, you guys are doing good things and it's going to be really exciting to see it grow. Appreciate, Appreciate it, that, mate. Yeah, very kind. Last one. What are you most proud of? Go on. In life, in general, yeah. or. Probably my friends and family. Like when I see my mates, like love these two and love my family so much. So if I see like one of these boys or one of my family members do something cool that I appreciate, get around it hard and just like motivates me to be a better person. So I'd say family and friends. Huge. Uh, jumping at opportunities, I'll say. And just diving into new things. We didn't know what Speak and Share was to look like. Yeah. Who knows what your footy journey looks like, being a school teacher, those things. So yeah. jumping in, giving it a go, and normally it pays off. Eagle next year. Eagle next year, yep. Let's go something. <laughs> <laughs> it must be heartbreaking. Yeah, it's not yeah, to you two. I don't want to talk about Cut it. Cut that out, please. Um, yeah, like, I'm just the same as probably me. So I'm proud of just having a go. Yeah. Um, you know, if you had asked us two years ago, we you doing this, we would have bloody said, no way. Like, mm. But here we are. So um, it was hard to take that step and we took that step. And yeah, each day is a new step. And yeah, I'm really proud of the three of us and yeah, the people that are helping us. So, yep. How can people find out about SpeakShare, learn about SpeakShare and, and um, connect with and, and um, contribute to what you guys are doing? Yeah, probably like the main ones through um, our social platforms, Instagram, Facebook. We've got TikTok a little bit. We don't really use it that much at the moment. Which website? We, yeah, the website. Um, and, you know, like just supporting us is just like sharing a post or sending a message to a mate asking them how they're going. Like yep. it can be as little as that or it can be buying a hoodie. Um, but you know just live by the speak and share message which is a problem share to problem half so if you see your mate struggling you know go up and help them or give them a call and just check in how they're going on the odd day so and reach out like we'd love to come and present to your sporting club or your school or we'd love to run a community event that's guided by our community so yeah reach out on what it looks like and we'd love to be involved perfect love your work boys thanks, thanks for having us thanks a lot good man awesome